0: Welcome back, everybody. I am so looking forward to this conversation with the wonderful Lisa Berry. You know Lisa as actress from Supernatural and many, many other shows. You also know her as a mindfulness and a meditation and life coach. Um, So she combines two of the things that I care about the most, which are the love of acting and the love of self. And I can't wait to talk to her about it. Please welcome Lisa Berry.
1: Hi, Alan, thanks for having me.
0: It's it's my pleasure. It's uh, by the way, happy belated birthday uh, to you. I know it's been a few weeks, but uh, happy birthday. Uh, Thank you. Yeah, you're in Canada. We're um, in Chicago, so it's Thanksgiving Day here. This will be up Mm -hmm. tomorrow, but it's Thanksgiving Day here. And I normally, you know, this is a show. I think uh, episode 126. So i I always kind of wear um you know a specific uh, specific outfit. It's my golf shirts that's my go to look, but uh reading about you and knowing the things that you're doing, I couldn't help myself to wear one of my shirts i have a I have a you know clothing business uh, focus in shine out and it's 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 all up our alley. Oh, I love that so oh so
1: true that's such such great affirmations i'm strong i'm grateful i'm happy i'm healthy balanced loved peaceful yes
0: so i I had to wear it it just it it, i it wouldn't feel right without it so (laughs) yeah and uh right before this i did one of your uh you know breathe in uh, podcast uh uh, meditations which are very oh wonderful so um, it, it was hilarious because I did the meditation and then I went looking for the shirt. So my you know calmness went out the window as I was you know, <laughs> rifling through my closet uh, to try to find it. But I I am very very happy that somebody on the on the acting spectrum uh, is talking about mindfulness because I you know I'm a life coach. Uh, I wrote my book on on self love as I mentioned to you right? So these are things that I've been talking about, but we haven't really touched um, the acting community from that perspective. You know, people talk about meditation, and this is certainly uh, not a new uh, aspect within the acting community, but, you know, much more than that of who are we? The question that you asked yourself of who am I outside of acting? These are the things that we really need to talk about. So let's talk about it. For the actors who are hearing constantly from everywhere around us, uh, you know, you shouldn't be doing this. This is a terrible industry. you are It's filled with rejection. You know, most people don't make a living out of it. Why are you doing it? We keep ourselves strong and we keep ourselves kind of in this in this, you know, whoever is with me on the boat, everybody else get off because I have a passion. I have a purpose. I'm doing this. Sometimes that becomes tunnel vision. And sometimes we forget about who are we really outside of the career that we've chosen? So how did you come to that path and what was your answer for it?
1: Well, that's a really great question and launching off place because I've worked with a lot of young actors Mm -hmm. and the question that I ask before we get started on anything are two questions actually.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: one are one is what are your beliefs mm-hmm. and then they tell me and that's the list of things that they they come up with of just like this is insane you shouldn't be doing this it's a one in a million shot and mm-hmm. and then i ask them did you believe that and then you started living it or did you live it and that's why you believe it mm-hmm. and it kind of stops people in their tracks a little bit because they're like hmm? well i i don't know i think I don't know. I think I started believing what people were telling me before I actually lived it. And, and I was like, that's where I would just first start with, you know, tearing apart the old way of thinking, because you don't have to go with the mold that's been put in place for millennia. Um, Just the fact that you're even alive as a human being is a one in seven billion shot, trillion shot. So you've already beat the the highest odds you could possibly beat. You know, uh, becoming a working actor is not as as un- unattainable as I think people would have themselves believe. Mm-hmm. And I know that there's probably somebody who's just like, Lisa, what are you talking about? It's a really challenging business. And I'm just like, no more challenging than anybody else going after whatever it is that they want to achieve. And I've also had to redefine what success actually was. Because a lot of times we get caught up in thinking success looks like X, Y, Z. And then you get X, Y, Z and you're just like, I don't even like this. And we see so many people who seemingly look happy and then you find out they're living these miserable lives. And I think, you know, Robin Williams is an example of how you can have it all and still be, succumb to the pressures of the mind and not being not being in a place where you can feel the way you want to feel about yourself even though other people millions and millions of people love Robin Robin Williams Mm -hmm. and he gave so much but it didn't in the end stop him from taking his own life which is such a tragedy and so I think a lot and I know lots of actors who know other actors who have taken their lives or have, you know, addiction because of this industry or this need to be seen, approved, liked, uh, and, and have success on a level that is so obvious for other people. So one of the ways that I really redefine being in this business and having it be something that people can aspire to is by really changing what the definition of success is and making it more a feeling than something that tangibly happens outside of you i do this with auditions i do this with when it comes to booking i never go into an audition thinking i really want to get the job and getting the job will mean that i did a good audition because i've done auditions where i'm like ooh and they're like you got it and i was like what and auditions where i'm like and that's how you do it folks and then I don't get it. And I'm like, I'm confused. Mm-hmm. So I really changed what my, what my definition of success around a good audition was, what success around a booking was, what success around my life was. So as an example, to wrap up the answer to that beautiful question, if I'm able to go to sleep at night and feel at peace with myself, mm-hmm. successful. If I'm able to look at myself in the mirror and say, I love you, successful. If I am able to say yes when I want to say yes and no when I want to say no, successful. If I am able to make self-honoring choices, choices that allow me to continue to go with the flow of my life so I don't ever feel like I'm trying to make something happen, but rather I'm in a state where I'm able to allow what is coming to really happen and and experience it to to its fullest and not get wrapped up in the anxiety of it. And I'm someone who's like, I had moments in my career where I'm like filming three shows at the same time. One's filmed in Montreal, one's filmed in Vancouver, one's filmed in Toronto. And I'm like, but these are my dreams coming true. I don't want to be anxious about this. Mm -hmm. And so if I'm able to stay grounded through whatever circumstance, successful. So I have a whole different array mm-hmm. of qualifiers that let me know I'm achieving what I want to achieve. Mm-hmm. And it has nothing to do with anything other people are doing or what I'm even getting from the outside world. They're all internal gauges yeah. to really be able to define what success is for me. And so that lets me stay in this business and be in it for uh, over 15 years now.
0: Yeah, um, and that's that's what I find really, Helpful and hopefully other people are listening to this because we all need to uh, to recalibrate that part. It's it has to be simple. And for those people who are visual, it's not a man pushing a boulder, you know, up up a mountain. It's a bird flying. That's what it's mm-hmm. supposed to feel like. So when we're talking about pushing versus allowing, that's what you're supposed to focus on. And the ability to look at yourself in the mirror and saying "I love you" uh, is a really difficult thing for some. And it's, it's a difficult thing for us. I know it was uh, for you uh, a little while back. It was for me as well, because we, especially people in this artistic endeavor, we are yearning to be loved and accepted and understood. But what we fail uh, sometimes to understand is that it really has to start here. And that's what mm-hmm. happens. And if you don't do that, it's not going to be filled by anybody else outside of you so yeah i i I appreciate you uh you saying that and then from the acting perspective right because the industry and you know being on set and doing the work it is emotionally psychologically energetically draining and i love you know i was watching one of the interviews that you've done and you were saying hey you know before this i i you know woke up early enough i got my meditation in, i got my workout in Because those are the things that allow me to do the work and to be me. So I try to do the same thing. I fail at it constantly, but I don't feel well physically, emotionally, energetically. I don't feel well if I don't actually do it, if I don't do my meditation, if I don't uh, get my workout in. Uh, it it just there's it's too draining and I am not in a position where I can actually be successful at a job that I'm supposed to be doing. So mm-hmm. these types of reminders, I created a whole kind of a system of reminders for myself that's called Seamless, uh, which you know you'll you'll understand immediately because it's an acronym standing for get enough sleep, you know, eat uh, well and drink plenty of water. S E uh, a is uh, activity, so have at least 30 minutes of exercise uh, per day. M is meditation. L is the three different types of love, loving yourself, loving others, and loving your day. Uh, S-E-A-M-L. E is uh, expand and grow because we cannot be uh, in this mode. We have to continue expanding our horizons because that's where you really understand who you are as a person. And then you can bring more into you know, your life Mm -hmm. and your work as an actor. And then the two S's are, you know, stress reduction and then sunshine and fresh air. So it's kind of my, you know, cheat code and an easy way to remind myself of things I need to do on a daily basis in order Mm -hmm. to be sane, in order to be grounded, in order to be well. So uh, what do you do to kind of remind yourself to go through it?
1: That's so great. I'm an acronym kind of person as well. I created a course called Breathe, a lifestyle course. Mm -hmm. And I'm really excited to launch that this this, uh, year, just before we go into 2021, because it's not just about something we do once. Mm -hmm. It is a lifestyle that we need to learn to embody. And so Breathe stands for belief, rest, energy, awareness, truth, healing, and expansion. And I have all of these modules that we go through so that we can really mine how it is that we want to feel on any given day and take back our power in terms of how it is that we can learn from the emotions we're sitting in that are uncomfortable and learn to sit with those emotions and learn to to expand into greater versions of ourselves so that we're able to see ourselves as we've never seen ourselves before. And to to constantly be practicing, expanding our courage into new realms of ourselves and letting ourselves be propelled further and further into a reality where we can see ourselves achieving X and doing Y and being, in those kind of experiences that let us feel as though the promise that was placed in our heart is, is tangible. So I, I love acronyms, because I think they just help, help us really remember what to do. And, and breathe has always been something that I, I became very passionate about because it was really a domino effect. I, I started off with, you gotta think positively. And then I was like, but why? And it was like, well, because you want to have a positive life. And so, of course, you have to have a mindset that is in alignment and harmony with your desires. And I was like, OK, great. What do you do when you can't think like when you can't get out of your way? Like my mind is running a mile a minute and I, I can't I can't stop being negative. How am I supposed to stop being crazy? How? How? Tell me. And nobody was really giving me concrete answers. They they were all in this beautiful, ethereal landscape that was like, oh, that's so lovely. Be the change you want to see. But what does that mean? Like specifically, what do I do with my hands? And because I'm an actor, I I would play games with myself and have a moment in life where, you know, a bill from the government would come in and I was like, oh my God. How am I supposed to pay that? I didn't know. And you get hot immediately. And, and I remembered saying, cut, that's great, Lisa. I really love what you're doing. And I would play this, play this director actor moment with myself and, and just hire myself out for a moment and be like, cut, I really love what you're doing, Lisa, that's great. But you, this, is, this character has the money. This character can afford this bill. So I want to just take it back. And I just want you to open that letter and just be fine with it. This isn't the scene where we go all like, ah! This isn't that scene. This isn't that scene. This is a scene where you can totally afford it and things are turning around for you. And so I just want you to play that. And if I was on set or if I was in the rehearsal hall, I would know what to do. I would know how to physically change my state of being to go from being like, ah! Oh, I'm happy about this. Oh, okay. Let me try it again. Oh, cool. Okay. I'll take care of that. And just change your state immediately. So I really started hiring myself out. And once I kind of got hit to this game that I would play with myself, I was like, what am I really doing? And I I broke it down and broke it down and broke it down until I was like, well, when we get to the nucleus of it, you're not just thinking better thoughts. You're trying to feel better feelings. And when you're trying to feel better feelings, the only way to do that is to change your state because emotions are energy in motion. Those are our emotions. So it really made me go, well, what changes our emotion? And it was like the breath. And so I went on a whole journey of really rediscovering what breathing really was and and allowed myself to you know connect to a new life you know that was that had my breath in mind with it so i wasn't just breathing you know because we all do that and you know when i first started talking about breathing the first thing i heard people say was like duh lisa we can't be here if we're not breathing and i was like no no i get it but what i more mean is consciously breathing consciously taking the time to settle yourself. And an image I like to give a lot of my students when I meditate with them is the image of a bowl in the bottom of your diaphragm. And when we get angry or frustrated or things feel uncomfortable within us, that water in the bowl is splashing around. And when you want to calm yourself, visualize yourself stilling the water making the water as calm and as still as you possibly can so that every thought is more just like a drop in the water and really slowing every word down so you can pick the momentum back up the way that you wanna pick it back up and speak Mm -hmm. from a place that is centered, that is grounded and actually in harmony with your desires. So you're not manifesting more misery, but miracles.
0: I love that. Um, such great ways of, of, of doing things. Um, uh, one thing that I found that works for me when I'm trying to calm myself is from a literal physical perspective. If I am here and I'm just, you know, the energy is everywhere and I'm, I'm running around crazy, then I when I wash my face, I wash my face extremely slowly or I brush my teeth really slowly and just to do it to that extreme gets you out of that, you know, craziness mm-hmm. mode because you're changing things. So I, I found that works, but I love the bowl idea. It's I'm a visual person, so it worked really well for me just even here. <laughs> I love, I, love the, I love
1: the idea of washing. I have a really great friend, Diana Donnelly, who mm-hmm. is a beautiful actress. Mm-hmm. And she taught me so much when I worked with her on a play called The Octaroon when I was working at the Shaw Festival. Mm-hmm. And I was having trouble really releasing a character and she saw me one day after rehearsal and she was just like, don't take that on. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what are you talking about? And she's like, don't take that on. And she gave me the exercise of washing my hands or taking a shower, but preferably taking a shower after you've done a performance. But if you can't get to a shower because you're doing like a two show day or everything's back to back or whatever, wash your hands and let that be a symbol of washing the character off. And it was the most amazing advice because it really did help me mentally go, all right, that's done you know and and then i got to feel like myself again so it was very um energetically empowering
0: uh again a a you know a woman of my own uh of my own heart i, I love uh, <laughs> hearing everything that you're saying i the next thing that i was going to ask you which is the last uh, part was you play a lot of uh, different characters you play characters that are on the really well some are on the you know more evil spectrum some are on the you know very hardcore high energy kind of negative uh loner uh type of uh, spectrum um, being an empath uh for myself and i have uh, you know a feeling that uh, you pick up uh, the energy as well so i found it difficult to dive into kind of the darkness uh of the character because i wasn't sure that i can cleanse all of it uh, and, and I didn't want to take that on as you mentioned. So aside from washing and aside from using a shower, I'm a poet so for me everything has to rhyme. I have a, I have a little you know, rhyming ritual. When I take a shower there's a poem that I you know, read to myself that becomes my kind of meditation for it that washes everything away. What do you do? To
1: get in and out of these kind of characters or to you wash I- it away?
0: To, to remove the energy and get back to Lisa.
1: Well, so there was that technique that I just shared with you, and that was what i I've done. That was about three years ago, and it's evolved since then, where I really, I really don't need to take off a character anymore because I'm, I'm just present when I'm in the character, and I'm present when I'm not. Mm-hmm. So the more present that I am, the more I'm like, well, how can I be? This other character—that means I would be living in the past and reliving all of those moments. So I'm not actually present. Um, but I recently I've started working with a lot of a lot of actors, and and I'm working with one one person in particular, a friend of mine. And I always start each session off with a mindfulness meditation where we really become in tune with how we're feeling and become heightened aware of that heightened sense Mm -hmm. of of energy that's happening within us and and I I say I say this from the perspective of wanting to be able to achieve consistency Mm -hmm. because I also do theater and so it's really hard if you like I gotta cry every night or I've gotta get angry every night or I've gotta be up here every night you know you could be playing anyone from Cleopatra to you know, Lady M to Penny, and you know, Father comes home from the wars, and it's and these are all characters that go through such, an huge emotions. Mm-hmm. But really, for me, I've learned to start chart. I chart the body. Mm-hmm. So my whole thing is about recognizing what is the emotional state of being that this character goes through. What does that feel like internally, and then stay in that stay in the state of being able to move from there Mm -hmm. so at the beginning of a play let's say if this character is high energy or irate and they go through an arc that takes them down to stillness and calm or they start off and they're still and calm and they go into a place of irate because I believe either you know a lot of times you're playing a character where you're either the winner who has to lose or the loser who has to win you're going from one extreme to the other but you're definitely not the same when it's done and so with a play you have the advantage of momentum Mm -hmm. so you can stay in it and you can follow all the bumps and turns and twists that the character is going to go through and when you're doing tv or doing film then you have to be a little bit more more discerning about what's happening because you might be going in and out of states that you're like, well, now I'm here, mm-hmm. and that's before this happens, and then now I'm here, and that's after that happens, and
0: mm-hmm.
1: you need to really have an emotional map to it. Um, and so, in particular, working on a scene with a friend of mine, and and I said, "What do you? What is this character feeling?" And she said, "Well, she's she's in, she's professing how committed she is, and her struggle with playing this character." in this scene was, but I feel like I'm getting defensive and that's not what I want to play. Mm-hmm. And so I said, well let's take it off of the the thoughts and what we're calling it. And I want you to tell me what this character physically feels. And she's like, well she's you know she's passionate and she's driven and she's and she's intense and intent on making her point. And I was like, okay, what does that feel like in the
0: mm-hmm.
1: body? Yep. And then we went through and she was like, okay, so I want you to do a couple of check, check-ins with me. Check in with your feet, check in with your knees, check in with your lower diaphragm, your sit bone area, check in with your shoulders, the back of your neck, and right between your eyes and your jaw. Mm-hmm. And I want you to be aware that when we're in those heightened sense of, a heightened state of, mo- state of being, we're actually quite loose. Mm-hmm. We're not tense because we feel very free to cry. We feel, when we cry as human beings, we do not get tight. Yeah. We actually get so loose that it all just falls out. And and more specifically, especially, you know, actors being able to cry is like a big one. Mm -hmm. And it's like, well, here's the thing. I was on set and I couldn't cry. And that really made me be like, why? What was standing in my way? Mm -hmm. Judgment and fear. And when I was having my own personal moment, I realized halfway through a panic attack, where I'm crying my eyes out on my floor, by myself, in my apartment, and I just stopped and I said, now could you do this if the cameras were rolling? Because that's what they want to see. This is what they want to see. They want to see this moment, you. What's happening in your body right now, Lisa? Do you feel any tension anywhere? No. Do you feel tight anywhere? No. What are you feeling? The back of my neck is very loose. My toes are free, my shoulders are relaxed, my my throat is open and specifically around my eyes where I was crying. Very loose. Mm-hmm. Very very loose. And then when I went to go do a scene, I was aware of how tight I was making the muscles underneath my eyes. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, well what if I just went and did a scene, bless you, what if I went and did a scene where my point of focus, and if somebody doesn't know what that is, I'll explain that in a minute, where my point of focus was keeping everything relaxed and open, Mm -hmm. and that's what I was fighting against in the scene when I was saying the words and see where I go. Every time I was able to cry. And so I did the same Exercise with my friend, and I was just like, "You want to tighten up here, and you want to sound like you're being emotional." But there's a very big difference when someone is staying on the whole beat and knowing that everything needs to stay open. So it actually forces you to get more and more emotional because nothing's closing in, and you have all the space in the world to keep the emotion flowing. Because that's what we do in real life, in real time. And so she did the scene, and it was it was. I got chills. I got goosebumps and I was like how did that feel for you she's like I want to do it again and then we did it again and it was even more expansive her voice was even more grounded I was like and you definitely don't sound like you're being defensive you sound committed and then you we did it one more time because she's like we do it again and I was just like now I want to point something out to you playing the this kind of character should be that kind of fun Mm -hmm. it should make you be like ooh, let's do it again if you're walking away from a character being like (laughs) Then, you're you're you're. It's not craft, mm-hmm. in my opinion, and not to say that roles aren't gonna ma- aren't gonna cost, but they shouldn't continue to cost when you're done. They should cost in the moment, in the moment when you have to give it all. You should be able to. But a really great performance should give you energy, mm-hmm. actually, and. And it should make you feel like, I want to do it again. Otherwise, why are we doing this? We're not masochists, you know what I mean? So um, just to go back, um, for anybody who's never never done point of focus work, point of focus work is when you're not worried about the text because you've done that work. That's the easy part, learning your lines and having them memorized, knowing your beats, easy part, done point of focus is when you take it off of all of that and you go, my point of focus is I'm ice and I'm melting and you have to fight against that in your body because doing exercises like that really helps an actor fight with something. And when we watch people in real life, in real time, they're always fighting against something that's happening inside of them. It's like, I don't want to cry, but I'm going to, I have to say what I have to say or I'm nervous to speak, but I'm gonna speak even though my voice is shaking, you know, like they still have to cut through something. Mm -hmm. So if you're focused on the words, you're not really cutting through anything. And it's not really trying to do anything to anybody else. So it's important to have point of focus exercises, especially once you're like running it like drills Mm -hmm. and you don't need to be like, what's my line again? Line, when you don't need to be doing any of those things. Point-of-focus work really helps to ground you and center you and give you something tangible you can fight against, but still give to your scene partner.
0: Uh, Lisa, I want to talk to you for another three and a half hours. I know we can (laughs) today, but please come back so we can continue (laughs) these discussions. And by the way, people, when I was talking about flying, that's what flying looks like. (laughs) thank you so much it's it's uh, i'm grateful uh that you're here i'm grateful for you sharing your wisdom and i want everybody to watch it pause rewatch it and start a podcast <laughs> which is the most important part
1: oh this is so much fun i thank you for having me on i love talking acting i love talking craft and i love love talking self love so i'm really excited i'm going to check out your book cuz that's I just read everything in regards to what everybody's talking about with this subject because it's so important and everyone's perspective kind of adds a little bit more to our own. So I'm always like, ooh, that's a good one. And then it just propels you even further into a beautiful realm of yourself. So thank yeah. you for having me.
0: I'll send you a link to, uh, to uh, Focus and Shine Out, which is the name of, that, uh, of the clothing line. Uh right. son, See what you like, I'll send you, I'll send you. Uh, I'll send you uh, oh, thank you. Know, so, uh, and thanks to everybody for watching. Uh, I know that you're watching this after Thanksgiving, and I hope that whatever you're feeling on the day of Thanksgiving, you take that for the rest of the days, uh, with you. you. Ashé.